The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fabala 5, the Dungeons and Dragons campaign for podcasters on the network at BICBP-radio.com, or you may be watching it through our YouTube at the Podcasters Tabletop Gaming. Um, check us out, follow it, like it. If you haven't yet, please do. You know, If a friend subscribed this to, or shared this to you and said, hey, go check it out, uh, and you're now you're watching this, thank you so much. I know I have a couple friends... I just started a new campaign with um, on the weekends and to be able to kind of get in the atmosphere to see what I'm like as a dungeon master. They've been going back through and watching our backlog episodes. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry for the rough patch there, but they're loving it and everything. So if you're newly added, newly added and you're watching this uh, recently and you've just got into it, thank you so much. Um, another cheap, quick promo. I want to let everyone know if you haven't yet and you want to help support the, support the stream in our uh, campaign, we have Teespring. Uh, there is a link below. Pick up a T-shirt. I have some on the overlays. Everyone's just pointing. Hopefully there is an, hopefully there's an image that they are hitting. Um, but head on over. We have a couple T-shirts up, some sweet designs, and uh, you can have one too. So help us out. Order one. And uh, thank you so much. Then, as well, as well uh, this campaign is being brought to you from Oogie Games, our great sponsor over at the Podcast Precinct from the network. Um, check, out, check them out over at 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls, New York, for all your gaming needs. They just dropped a PlayStation 5 and Xbox One. Um, I don't know. Guys, did anyone go out and pull the trigger on them? Not yet. Not yet? No. No, I, uh, I'm I saying that <laughs> you're like, you're broke. You're like, I'm a parent. Yeah. You got like, like what? Like 18 years before you're allowed to get a game system for yourself. Right. Uh, I gave myself until after the first of the year. Okay. 2021. Yeah. I, I, uh, I said, I'm not going to pull the trigger within the next year or so, unless Baldur's gate three comes to the council. That is when I just, I'm like, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to buy it. But until then, um, you know, you guys head on over to Oogie Games. Let them know what's up. Tell them to check out uh, the podcast precinct and check out some more great shows from them. Anyway, let's get into this campaign because we left off last week after some startling revelations. The party having defeated Jarrell and taken down an accomplice that was working with him, Lady Luna Shattersphere, in a pretty crazy boss fight two weeks ago, uh, two sessions ago, more, more like I should say it, um, they had uh, kind of triaged the scenario afterhand um, with a power-bricked battery containing souls for a lich's phylactery that they spent the better part of an hour or so trying to figure out how to open this up and free the souls, obtain the souls. I don't know what you guys were really trying to do specifically, bring it somewhere. Um, Fortunately, due to a series of bad rolling and unfortunate outcomes, we don't know where the souls went. Well, I do. They don't. Um, 
uh, after that, they left Lady Luna's house and made their way over to the uh, Divine Stacks, one of the four great halls of knowledge in this world. Um, great libraries, which are good player Howard found out while discussing with one of the uh, daughters of the daughters of knowledge that you know let him know about various libraries and wells of different um not genres but yeah genres of knowledge uh, such as the divine stacks which they're in the uh, frag rock the halls of horror and um they're the fourth library which was lost from uh from uh from known existence the party feeling bored left the library supposedly on their way over to their uh the house that they had been staying over at Farron Moulton's a little mansion and i'm pretty sure they were going to do a pit stop at the spell site uh the spell swords as they were on their way out howard had turned into lady kelna or not lady kelna it turned into Kelna Light Trail and went back into the, uh, uh, the Divine Stacks because he had requested some books on necromancy to be reserved for her after they, were, they would not be given directly to him. The party walking off on their way to their next task. Haxon, our newly um, friend, Quickly uh, has was ushered off by guidance from the Raven Queen. The party saying goodbye to him, hoping to see him in the future. Uh, he had let them know that the, he will be within contact with them. Um, and they see him uh, puff off in a in a mist of smoke, being courted by a woman in a raven shroud, walking through. Uh, what presumably would be a portal to her realm. We pick up there. Um, Finks, Azoth. Oh, one quick recap. Azoth found out about an alchemy lab with some magic moss. It's kind of druidy for him. Uh, our party now, Azoth, Finks, and Remus walking out of the Divine Stacks. Howard, you walk back in. Um, Howard, we're going to pick up right with you. You walk into the this great halled library of bookshelves towering high to the ceiling of the uh, of the walls, uh, lined up and forth, massive library style with a nice rich entrance with a pool in the middle where you see a um, in distance the uh, reader sitting there, um, an elven woman reading to the children still. Uh, probably onto a, a new tale. You go to walk in. I need you to make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, wisdom 10. Perfect. Perfect. All right, cool. I like that. Um, pull that up. Pull that up. Need this. Um, let me get the notes in order for myself. This is, oh, there it is. One second, sorry guys. Trying to find the notes so I can go on this with you. Okay. 
you go walking into this library. Um, you're stepping, stepping left, right, left, right, probably five feet in, six feet in. You feel yourself becoming tired, each step becoming weaker and weaker. You fall to the ground. You feel a thud as your head smacks the ground. I'll say you see your eyes going dark, going unconscious. You are swirling in a sea as Howard. You you look down, you see yourself in your normal attire now, your yellow coat. Your, your body, you're swirling in an etherealness. What do you do? It's almost like uh, the ethereal sea, but it's just you're in pitch blackness almost. Just You're just stagnant. I uh, look around. Any kind of light source or do I even know, like get a sense of where I'm at? Um, roll, an, roll a... Roll, roll, roll an in, um, roll a perception check. Perception. All right. Roll a perception check. Eight. You don't, you do not know where you are and there is a light. No, you're, you're in pitch darkness. You're in pitch darkness. Um, enough, like you can see. There's enough light that, like, if you look down, you could see yourself. But when you look out and around, you just see black and darkness. Like, you can see in color and, like, you can see, like, you have vision. You can see yourself. And there's a, it's kind of a weird light source that's coming from somewhere. But when you look around and you turn around, where else? It's just emptiness. Hmm. What do you do? Um, I feel like I'm floating, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a floating. Almost like you're bobbing. I will... Try to see if I can like swim upwards. Okay, you begin to swim upwards. Um, so you start stretching your arms. You start swimming now, kind of. Um, you feel the air, the lack of air, the the emptiness, the negative space, but where your arms are scooping at, you could feel you pushing, and you are swimming, and. You blink one moment and you breathe in and you're now treading water. You are in a, in an ocean and you are treading water as a calm sea, roughly 50 yards out from a shoreline. You see a darkened city behind it. And you're just kind of like, you, you break the water and you, you hit the, you know, this cold, freezing, chilling air just kind of hits you. And you start to kind of just notice that it's eerily peaceful here. But you see this ominous, looming city ahead of you behind the shoreline, darkened in shadow. I make my way towards the dark shadow. Shadow. Um, 
swimming and for what feels like the better part of an hour as you're just pushing through this water, through this um, strenuous. It's not that it is the distance that's so hard to swim through. It's the strenuous that this, it, as you, each stroke of water feels like it takes the energy of 10 strokes. It's just draining to push through this and to maintain this uh, drive. Um, you hit this, eventually you hit the beach. Um, the sand is black, um, dark. There's no whiteness, no lightness to it. Um, looking I'll up. scoop up the sand as well too. Scoop up. You have a scoop of sand. It is, uh, it is, it is like the most dry. It's super dry, nice, and just very fine. Do I have my backpack with me? You look back, and you actually don't have any of your gear on you. Your necklace is gone. Your mask is gone. You start feeling around. The only thing you do have are your basic clothing, basic armor, and your jacket. Then I'll stick the sand in my inner left jacket pocket. Yeah, and you you go to sit, uh, open your jacket up as you go to tuck it in, and you make um, what's your passive perception? Let me see if you notice. Uh, it's I think thirteen. Hold on, thirteen, thirteen passive enough. Um, oh, no, you sorry, put fourteen. Little, oh yeah, no, I have fourteen for sure. Then um, you got to put the little sand in your in a pouch. Um. The jacket looks a little bit more new than when you got it. It's been worn years. It kind of has that antique secondhand thrift thrift look to it. It has some wear and tear. And this isn't brand new, but it's not that thrift stored kind of just tatteredness and worn and battle battle uh, aged. Looking up. You see the shoreline has a uh, – the the shore goes up. The beach that you're on goes up for roughly 50 feet. And the the beach meets this uh, rowing of uh, stones, giant boulders just kind of lined to separate the beach from where the city begins. And looking up now, you see the city a little closer is detailed um, in this uh, gothic – uh, scenery styled but instead of this cathedral gothic with metal poles and uh towering arches it's um ruins of like made of like like stonework buildings but with gargoyles that uh upon just kind of looking they they look offset they're not the most tip- they're not the stereotypical gargoyles you would see or would have read in books some of these gargoyles have tentacles coming from weird angles off at them i'm um, looking at one of the gargoyles on one of the on a building over to your left, you see that instead of like a, a like a monkey beast of sorts you're, that you would expect to see, you, you see this uh, mound of just kind of this bulbous mass. Think of like almost like an octopus, but it, you see like a bunch of eyes on it with a bunch of tentacles draping down and uh, around and off of it and coming down, almost hanging all the way to the ground level. Just, just weird and unconventional. So it's very... Uh, very odd, very different. You still don't hear anyone 
You don't hear anything. You don't even hear the sound of the waves as they break and hit the ocean. It's just a uh, calmness. I start walking towards the boulders ahead of me to see if I can walk into the city. Start walking into the city. Um, step up, pass through them. There's, there's uh, between boulders. There's five foot uh, spaces in between them. So you pass through two of these boulders. Go down a street, looking around, taking stuff in. You see empty shops, buildings, taller buildings, five stories tall, ten stories tall. Massive, 50-story tall buildings that are roughly 500 feet in length, just where what like almost look like three build three normal like three buildings like side by side and stacked ten hall ten tall larger proportions than you're used to seeing anywhere these are large like yeah you feel guided walking through here for what seems walking for hours at this point each step does feel tiresome. It feels like it carries with weight, but you begin to feel yourself pushing with urgency and you're making steps brisk, more briskly. Make, survi- uh, make a survival check just to see how your navigation is through here. Right. <laughs> Three. Rolling low. All right. Um, through your uh, just kind of meandering you through through these streets, you feel guided in purpose, but you're not taking in any more details. You're just more just driven by just intuition, more or less. Um, not picking up on any specifics, but you find yourself now approaching a a hall, um, a. Uh, a, a building looking of uh, two stories in height, roughly, I don't know, uh, 50 feet in width, stone slabbed, bold uh, blocks make up, construct up the walls. You see on the doors to enter it 10 foot tall wooden oaked or not wooden oaked this just darkened and almost like uh sea wood collected from ships and just soaked dark and briny and they on uh, the seal from where the where they has a knocker in the center it's a seal with a figure sitting in a chair with its hands down and it has an offset offset crown put my hands on the seal okay feel it for a little bit then I go and knock go knock the doors open inwards towards you I will enter in. You enter in. You're in a private study, we could say. 
a personal library. It looks more the less. This is, see, the ceilings are 30 foot tall in length. Looking left and right, you can see the dimensions of the room are 50 feet in width, 30 feet tall. Goes in for just beyond where your dark vision, you or no, you don't have dark vision. Um, just beyond where your vision is uh, roughly 120 feet out. You see that there are three uh, three aisles on the left and right of uh, bookshelves lined on both sides. Similar to how the divine stacks were, where it's kind of like you walk down, you can look left and right, there's two rows. Step forward past that section, there's another two rows left and right. So six rows. And then after that, it looks like the walls after this after this section, it lines the walls and there's a giant open royal hall. So it would look something similar to this. Um so, so doors in here. Yeah. Bump, 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 bump. Just like that. And where the X is, you see sitting an empty throne. Okay. Uh, Books lined all the walls up and down. Hello? Anybody here? No response. I will make my way to the shelves and try to remember back from the Divine Stacks where they would have kept like where they do would have grabbed like the necromancy books and all that other stuff. And I'm going to try to go to the same general locations of the uh, shelves. See if okay. I can find any of myself. Um, make a um, investigation. Make a history check. History. All right. And I'll say just for, um, just so just for setting as well, um, the lighting in this that you've had is kind of been almost as a, an overcast at night, kind of like primetime filming where it's, there's no direct sunlight, but it's bright enough to see, but it is now also overcast. So it's dark and it's almost like possibly nine o'clock, but there's that just enough light that you can see in through everything and it's almost like moonlight moonlighting but it's you know empty i rolled a 15 on history okay um you you just had having just been there in the stacks uh you you go over to where you remember seeing um daughter uh daughter cora go over to and oh you do have um what, what languages do you know on your character sheet? Languages, abyssal, common, deep speech, and infernal. But I can read any kind of language. You cannot hear. 
So you can't read any kind of language. And you notice this. Um, when you look, when you are, when you, because you do recognize the titles, actually. You, you do see, you recognize some books on uh, necromancy. Um, or specifically the necromancy for dummies type book. Yes. Uh, you, you recognize uh, like necromantic scrawlings and languages. I'm uh, not necromantic languages, but like terms and terminology. Um, so you go over and you look. And what you do read is, it's an abyssal, but actually, abyssal isn't, it, what is what is deep speech? Uh, deep speech is the elder gods. These, okay, so it's not an abyssal. Deep speech is, is what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually when you're looking at foreign languages, because you have eyes of your rune keeper constantly on, uh, it's kind of that weird language where you can't, you just kind of always have an idea of what everything's always being said to you. This is the first time in a while that you've actually generally like had to read something and pull from memory. What language is this? And what is this coming to you? Because your eyes of the rune keeper are not working. Um, and uh, you see some books on your necromancy. You found a necromantic section of uh, bringing dead back and necromantic rituals of the ancients and a plethora of books. You found the section. Okay. I will randomly pick three books. Cool. Pick sit down books. and start going through them. Awesome. Uh, pick three books and you find a chair in one of the side nooks. And as you sit down, open them up. You have a, a an urge that this feels familiar. That you've done this before. And as you begin to read the books... You begin to wake up and you're on the ground and on uh, waking up from the divine stacks. Your head throbbing where it had smacked. Um, make, a constitu- or make a concentration check for me. Nice. Uh, it's a con save, right? Or con save. It's a con save. The same anyway. Okay. Uh, so 21. You're Kelna still. You are still. Um, there is no one there over you. No one has noticed you. So quickly get up. Uh, that was, <clears throat> that was kind of weird. I don't remember what her accent is. Um, am I holding the books or anything or I go to check? Well, I, I'm disguised. So no, you can still feel. Clothes. Okay. You could still feel if you had anything or what you did, and you kind of go to touch your chest, and you can feel a necklace. You like you have your necklace, and you repent, and you're like, "Oh, there's my bag," and you just my okay, I got the wand, and you start patting everything down. And you're like, "Oh, I got everything again." Um, you feel a weird pocket where there feels to be almost um something soft in the pocket of your jacket, so but there are no thinking. books. I'll reach in and see if the sand is in the pocket that I put it in. So as Kelna, you kind of reach into one of you, it looks like you're reaching into top of your shirt and you're kind of tucking in, you feel it. And there's a little bit of sand there. 
Okay. I take it out. Um, <clears throat> brush myself off to make it look like nothing happened. Check around, make sure nobody saw me. Um, oh. And then I will go back towards the bookkeeper. I can't remember his name. Um, that was supposed to hand Kelna her books. Kind of. Um, so you go walking up and uh, find where uh, Count, where uh, Lady Cora was as uh, she was looking over in some stack of, in a stack of books and she turns and goes, oh, Kelna, I wasn't expecting you um, so quite so soon. Uh, I have some books for you. Uh, give me one, just one moment. Uh, and she walks off and around a bend in a corner, she comes back carrying uh, two books, uh, kind of thick and leathery with their binding. And um, ah, um, your friend Howard had said that uh, you were looking for books on necromancy. Um, quite an odd request from you, but you've done much for us. So uh, the mother thanks you and uh, hands you two books. She says, please. Please be careful, and uh, a week's time, if you if you may, if you uh, if you please if you uh, will, we'd like them back. A week's time, of course, and by all means, I do send Howard on my request, so this way, I don't have to keep coming here. Um, I do appreciate it, but Howard is good enough if he does show up on my behalf, just for future. Make persuasion check. Um... Yeah, make straight persuasion check. Sweet. Uh, persuasion. Thank you, beautiful. It is a 20, not natural. What is your charisma? What is it a plus two? What is it? A, what was it? A, what was the die it's roll? A, it's a 16 plus four is my persuasion. Okay. Um, well, um, here's... <sighs> Within reason, we can uh, let him take some books for you. Um, it depends on the topic of, of, of your research of choice. Uh, necromancy and kind of more prized and well-kept texts. Uh, we're not just going to hand off to anyone, but more certainly uh, more general books. We would be for sure certain to help with. Uh, but these, personally, we prefer... Just know that I personally vouch for him and he would take the utmost care and respect with any kind of books he is given. Um, this is more for research of purposes to figure out this dreadful cult of the siphons that's been going around. And uh, we know that anything, any information or anything we can get to help us further get ahead of them would greatly help out with our general cause. So I thank you and the mother thanks you. Um. Yeah, she completely. She believes you. Do you know what? Um, as long as the elders are okay with it, I, I don't see why not. I thank you. I'll I'll pass it to them, and as long as they're okay, we we will make sure that uh, they're aware of Howard. Thank you. Perfect. Um, the mother thanks you, and I'll walk out and go meet up with the rest of the group. Okay, you meet up. Uh, you guys, just so you know, been, I don't know, like two minutes. Okay. So you guys are probably just about walking out past, uh, past the little, past the fountain out in the little courtyard. Uh, you saw hacks walk off 
uh, and disappear in the puff of smoke with the cloaked uh, raven of queen. You wouldn't know she's a raven queen, but for sake of story's sake. Uh, I say uh, on our way back, you guys are going to go collect payment, right? Yes. Uh, while you guys are going to go do that, I need to stop back by the apothecary to speak with the clerk again and get some more information. Um, I, I learned a little bit while being in there with Lady Lunasphere, and I, I just need to know a little bit more. So I'm going to bounce off to the side and do that, and I'll meet up with you guys. Eight back at the house? Back at the house. All right. Meet you guys back at the house. Thanks. Let's go get our money. All right. Been waiting to hear that all day. All right. Thanks and uh, Remus, you guys start your way off to get some money. Um, That's how we're walking, by the way. Yeah. Let's see, two minutes and um, you're probably about like two. You're probably like a block down before Howard comes out of the uh, out of the temple. Howard, you see them? They're roughly about a block down the road. All right. I'll quickly stride, follow their lead, I guess. Um, and about halfway through, I'll throw off my uh, disguise so I look like myself again. Hey, hey guys. Uh, where are you all headed again? We're getting our money. All right. Let's go. I got some uh, information so we can research and let's get some money. All right. Tell, let's tell us on the way. All right. So I kind of described what I did. Yeah, it was weird. I uh, had this weird dream. I got random sand now. And I got some books about necromancy. Pocket sand. Ooh. Pocket sand. Which, uh, the minute you dropped your uh, disguise self, you notice that your cloak looks a little bit newer. Like, hmm. similar. Again, how uh, comparative to where you were. And slightly damp. At the at the at the at the the edges, at the, the, at the, edges, at the bottom. Yeah. So yeah, that was my quick little funness. Oh, are are you concerned? Slightly, but I think I'm being led somewhere. Not quite sure. They did mention something about different halls and. I don't know if I teleported or dreamt myself into the the missing hall that was lost at the Golden Sea, I guess. I have no idea where I'm at. It could have been Cardcosa for all I know. Um, but it's interesting. I need Make to a wisdom save. Oh, nice. uh, That's not good. 23. 23. You guys see Howard pass and just drop to the ground. 23? Yeah, was it something he said? <laughs> Clearly. What? Well, yeah. What? What out of that did we hear? Did he get cut off at any point? Or? You heard. Um, it was just as he said, Carcosa. It was Carcosa. <laughs> um, Howard, the minute you dropped, you are knocked out. You are laying on a beach. Again. Okay. You're looking at the sky and you see a comet red ripping across it. 
You wake up. Pour water on his face. Per. <laughs> you wake up. <laughs> Just perfectly timed. Up real quick. Any comment? Nothing. No. Stick to your sky. <laughs> What's up there? What are you looking at? I don't know. I just teleported again and I saw a comet. What did it look like? Red? Do I know anything about this? Can I roll a history check? You can roll a history or... Religion? Uh, religion would be... With disadvantage, I'll give you a straight history, one of the two. All right, uh, 16. 16? For which one? Uh, I did a history check. Okay. Um, with history, um, this is uh, a red. Co- a red comment is signif- is usually signifying of a coming of a doom, and um, how or how open about your background would you have been with players? Um, I'm pretty sure like I described everything on our jail ride up to Brian Spell. You put, you pulled everything through, um, knowing, knowing, uh, Howard's background of touching with elder gods and beings of just beyond the divine. It sounds remnant to a, a being, um, that are known as, uh, the heralds of, uh, of the destroyers are signified by the falling of a red comet. Um, oh, usually, um, you, usually the great, usually, uh, the great beings, the, the great destroyers will send heralds to signify their arrival. And these are known as star spawns. Howard, I think you're delving too deep into these things. The red comet, that's not good. That means they're coming. And I think it, they're coming for you. The hell's the red comet? The heralds of the destroyer. The destroyer? What? No, it's it's Howard, not Harold. Yeah. No, the comet. Hmm. Where? very strange. I'm going to kind of step back away from him. I'm going to like always be like five feet away from Howard, minimum. <laughs> are comets yeah. red? Yeah. What, what, common, what color are comets normally here? Aren't they like a whitish, bluish color? I could not tell you. I no Finks, uh, you this would, is a I mean, different if, world too, by the way, so maybe uh, a comet is just normal. It's, I mean, Finks, you being from this realm, and it's, the comets are kind of like standard, like they're the, uh, the milky whiteness. Yeah. Like a normal sky. Red Comet's usually like an omen of sorts. It's very, very bad. Great. Where was this comet? Uh, I don't see it. Over a beach somewhere. I don't know. He said something about sand? I passed out. I was laying on a beach with a bunch of sand. Actually, kind of like, and I go and reach in my pocket and I pull out the sand. It's kind of like this. Can I taste it? A little bit. I'll give him a Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Can we use the sand to find the beach? That is an excellent question, actually. Because mm. um, would could locate that correct. He, I, I'm trying to think since we can't 
use we can't locate his thing anymore because it broke. Right. I'm but sorry. if he's holding the sand, maybe he can locate it on a different area. I don't know. We'll have to check with him when we see him again. Um, and so I'll save some of that sand because yeah, obviously you didn't just have the sand. No, I this think. was this we was haven't gone library. to the beach. No. What library? When I was back in the library, grabbing the in the stacks, grabbing those books. I uh, serious question: Does does Howard smell different? Does he smell like a beach? I am going to sniff him. You um physically sniffing him? His the tail like the little tail ends of like the bottom of his where his coat is has this damp almost like it uh came walking almost like an ocean like almost like a almost like a water like a briny smell very faintly and it's almost like a damp like it's not soaked so like kind of going up like you smell a little bit of water like like he almost had a little bit of brininess to him a little different but seems like I can confirm his story he's not yeah. This comment seems well, like I guess we should go get our money, meet up with Azoff at the house, and go to the beach. Am I right? Am I right here? Yeah, that sounds about right. This place is weird as shit. Yeah, this is. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Where did go? Thanks, make a. He, pu- he puffed away. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So, again, this place is weird. People coming and going all the time. Well, he, oh. he left the one time through the wall. Yeah. And he came back. And then he left. There was someone with him. I don't know. They were darkly cloaked. It was too hard to see. But they, they vanished. No eyes or tentacles, right? Uh, I only saw the back of the figure, and it looked humanoid-esque. Oh, okay. Well, then I think we have nothing to worry about. For now, at least. I it could be worse. I, mean, I don't know. You, you guys found him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go get the money. All right. You guys make your way uh, over to uh, Spell Swords. Um, Glim is there. Kalna is. Uh, helping out <clears throat> they're polishing equipment and they're uh, going over inventory as she's polishing and they're talking about all right um how many health potions do we have left uh how many uh, boots of el- elven boots boots of elven kind um uh, how many extra greater uh long bows two uh Seven potions, by the way. And he starts looking over. Uh, Glim is looking over uh, some uh, stocks of weapons as Kelna is polishing another sword. And she puts another one down. And looks like they're just kind of going, going over basic inventory. Other spell swords are walking around doing some maintenance gear. Uh, you come walking in your Glim. Ah! Hey! Uh, thank you for um, helping out. I don't know what you did. We haven't found Jarrell. We and, uh, did it. You did you it. Probably won't find him ever. Well, what did, did what exactly? Don't worry about it. Yeah. However, we are here to take a few uh, potions off your hands as well, too. And I, things. And things. And things. As far as payment. Um, payment for what exactly? How many heads do you have? Um, things. One. Can I please I have it? I only have one head. Yeah, what head did you take? 
We have the dagger and the necklace of Drell. That's I, I see the dagger necklace. I mean, are you are you holding the dagger the dagger necklace out or no? I have either of those things. So oh, um, I do. I pull out one of the daggers. Ah, because yeah, I gave Howard the stuff I, have, I took off. Whoever I have two daggers and two necklaces. <laughs> okay. Ah, that's that's um two sets of uh their gear. But oh, no, one is mine. You can have the other. Oh, side. thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, that's good. They'll go good to our stocks. Uh, we're kind of tapped on resources right now. They're under strict lockdown. Friggin' everyone is is under strict strict uh, orders of no inventory in or out. What you have is what you have. Uh, but where are the they heads? hoarding toilet paper? You'd be surprised what they are and aren't hoarding. Um. Well, you see, we don't believe in beheading. Okay, well, I mean, where, where are the bodies, at least? We didn't well, want them linked to you. They're no longer of this realm. You don't have to worry about them. We can, we have, can I have proof that you killed someone? I'm not paying for nothing. You have it in front of you. I mean, I have Jarell's brains on my staff as I hold up my staff. That is true. Do you have any signifying that it's Jarell? Um, his dagger and his wand that is mine. Wand. <laughs> uh, I, I see the I see the dagger, but I mean, it, it looks like just I don't know how many of these cipher ciphers that you have fought, but um, they they kind of all have the same dagger and little pendant uh, necklace. This guy. Well, we have a witness. If you'd like to talk to her. Yes. Um. Where is she? Oh, she's recovering still, so you'll have to send someone to watch her. I wouldn't trust her. She's All right, at the double uh, stacks currently recovering. She's at the, the stacks. Um, good, good. The daughters, uh, the daughters of knowledge, they will help. They Can I inside check this guy? Yeah, make an, make an inside check. I have to find my things. Oh, God. I was unprepared for insight checks. Uh, that's gonna be a fourteen. Fourteen. He's being honest. He's you're looking at a commander of a uh, of a of a. Um, you're you're looking at the guard commander that is telling you they're under strict orders of holding their own gear. They he want he needs proof to make sure that. He's not just giving you money for nothing. And uh, these are some pretty basic daggers. Like, this is the standard. You know, him and his men have been fighting these uh, spell siphoners. Is the wand not enough? I Tinks, mean, don't you have his coat, too? Or the uh, robe that he had? Hex had that. Hex had that? God damn it. Damn it. Which I'm sure he parted with before he left. Oh, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> sure he did. Um, I'm not sure if he actually had that with him, but I remember he was the one wearing it. Okay. He was wearing a coat. Uh, you can say that a coat. There is a coat that dropped. We'll say for for sake of it. Um, you mean this coat right here? <laughs> oh, um, well, I mean, to, in all honesty, in all in all honesty, guys, I I appreciate you taking care of some work for us, but I have no proof. I I specifically kind of asked for for bodies to for confirmation. But great, then there you'll is be coming back with me then for a little. Listen bit. to me, Clem. Oh. That man locked me in a cell for most of my life. 
If he was not dead, I would not be in this room. Do you understand? Charisma check with it. Charisma roll with advantage. All right. Because you're, I mean, you're not being persuaded. You're just, you're being, you're being truthful. Give me an on, give me a, tr- <laughs> just give me. All your, right. Give me I got roll. the, I got the net 20. I did it. Yeah. He looks at you. I believe you, but I need to see the proof. I can't right, just hand over. Howard, where, how far are we? How, we didn't go that far, right? No, it's right around the corner. We can go back to the house. Uh, where are we, where are we going? Where no, are you're we? staying here. We don't, you don't get to come now that you're making us go all the way here. Oh, so he's asking. Show him all the dead bodies on the ground. That should be oh, I guess. Would that be easier? Do you want to just take a tally sheet? And we'll pay? How much are we getting paid per body, by the way? I had written down 500 per person and then 100 per head. Great. Let's go back to the house. Uh, I know maybe one of us isn't cool or cozier with beheading. I may have sprayed one head into a watermelon, um, but we can easily take you back there and I can start cutting heads off for you if you I- would prefer. I don't need decap. I, I don't mean decap decapitations. I just more or less need body counts to know I'm not. Wait, so is body. the is the hundred? But what's the hundred per head then? So if I'm not mistaken, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was originally it was just going to be a straight flat five hundred dollar per person for per party member. But then we've renegotiated to have things. Oh, five hundred per person and a hundred dollar, a hundred uh, no, per no, body. No, no. it was uh, the re- the renegotiated was because things got all your gear, and you got a hundred. Do- you were going to get a hundred gold per bu- per cultist. You would take. Yeah, that. but we're also all getting five hundred gold. No, it was a hundred dollar. It was it were it was a hundred gold per body. The original. It was Why would original. we not just take five hundred gold per person? I don't know. You guys maybe thought you were going to go after more cultists. Amazing. You guys completely were like, "Yeah, we're going to do this more." Let's let's show this guy the place and threaten him. Maybe. Okay. Um, you lead him over to Lady uh, Luna's house, and as he's walking, he goes, "Why are we here?" Well, I'm, I'm assuming actually probably within the within the journey, you guys explain to him the whole situation with her, or no? I don't. I don't want to talk to him. Uh, I'll let him. I'll let him know we could have made an extra hundred gold, but we decided not to. So you know, good faith and all that. With you, with you letting him know, he, with good faith. Uh, after, let me see what happens, and if you guys do well, we can get. We'll toss you in an extra what we can spare. Um. If you did what you say you did, you did the city a great service. Um, I'd say we did the, the city a great service. Come on down. I can show you all, all the bodies. All right. Lots of proper payment. Um, you guys lead him into uh, Lady Luna's house and into the basement. Uh, still expanded as it was of combat. Um, lead him down and around down the stairs around the tunnel. He's looking at all the cloaked figures on the ground. He goes. Oh, wow. You guys have about good, it was good, uh, about a thousand gold on you over here. So he walks up, looking around. Where's Jarrell's body? He's looking around. See that jelly over there? 
that um, yeah that headless body with the um, jelly splatter. The paste. So, here's the thing. The body's not there. You do notice the pane of glass above him is broken from the outside in. And where the pane of glass, like where the glass was, is just bricked over stone. Like the walled, like it's just a wall now. And the ground where his body was is shattered remnants of the window pane. Is there any evidence that his body was there at one point? There is a mass of blood laying there. Brain matter is smeared, but there There's is no trouble. body. Howard, you really... Really yeah, I, think there. I really pummeled him into uh, a gory goop. I, I may have gotten a little carried away. I have to take part of the blame for this one, too. We have a... Uh, is, Finks, is it a black ooze or a black pudding under the stairs of our oh, home? Pudding, yeah. I, I used some of the body parts and fed it to the pudding to uh, give it substance. Oh, he likes body parts. Deception with advantage, please. Please. <laughs> That's great. Can I can I roll against his deception as well? Because I believe him. Sure. I want to believe his story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I got a three, so nine. Yeah. Twenty-three. Remus yeah. dis- Remus disappears a lot. There could have been a barrel somewhere, and he could have very well have snuck off and fed it without you knowing. Who knows? Yeah. Um, wow. I. All right, it's um, you you what you saying? What you're if what you're saying is true, and this what happened? Eleven hundred, and for you, uh, for good faith, for Lady Luna, um, twelve hundred gold pieces. It is. Um, you said five hundred alive per body, though, correct? So wouldn't that be seventeen hundred? I I don't recall that. Uh, next time uh, we can get a more. Detailed contract of sorts, if you wish. I mean, why? Why not now? Because I've I already have allocated services and allocated money aside for this. Um, I was I was expecting qu- quite some more, but I think you saw about twenty cultists. Yeah. What about those? Um... No, I. I no, 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 I, as, as we're pushing him up the stairs. I think there were 20 down there. I'm, oh, shit. I got rid of it. Oh, are we not counting the ones we found in the wine? Oh, yes! Ones in the wine? And then you there must, was the ones you... that were chasing us. The undead. Huh? The undead. Oh, follow this us. Is, come, this is new. Come. This yes. is... Yes, come us. now. Come. We can find more cultists. This is just this room. Oh, um... All right, so you guys lead him over to the. To, you guys lead him over to the church. Yes, leading him throughout it there, uh, looking throughout the bodies. Um, oh man, how many bodies were there? At uh, least here. eight. Yeah, here. We'll say that roughly. Um, crank, cranking through some barrels and finding some of the bodies. Uh, you notice um, you find about ten bodies in total. Uh, additionally added, so he goes, you know, 2,200 gold pieces. Uh, and, uh, I'll have that, 
uh, done up for you. Uh, that's a little. That's a little more higher than I was anticipating. But look at the quality I'm sure of our figure work. Figure something else out to suffice as payment at some point. What? Uh, what? I, I don't exactly have that much gold. I was. He's, he's, you're getting the gist. He's only got I only, only rough, have roughly you know sixteen hundred gold pieces on me. So, so we'll take sixteen hundred so. and your healing potions. Ah. Or six hundred worth of other merchandise you have. I can give up magical items that you can. I feel that's more than reasonable. Usually, when it's for merchandise, you get a bit more for your services. Can we can we do like a side huddle real quick? Sure. Sir. One moment, please. Kind of like. Sure. He looks at you. You just curious. Yes. I wonder if we can get that house. Maybe there's a deed somewhere. Think we can negotiate that with him? No. uh, I I feel like we can at least ask him if he knows where we could acquire the deed to the house or where who 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 owns it. Yeah, I don't think he owns the house. No, but we can just keep on going and just live there. Isn't he uh, part of like the town council? Of Brinesville? High Council? He's part of the High Council of Brinesville. Okay. We might have okay. some. Um, excuse me, did did you say something about a house? What house are you talking about? We described the uh, the house with the pudding. Oh, the old Maltons. Man. No one's been there for years. Um, what, are you, what are you saying? That you've been in there? Staying there? No, we would like squat there. Why would we ever do that? But we did come across it, and we would like to uh, acquire it as a land or house of our own, since it has been left. So here's what we'll do: we'll take the sixteen hundred gold and the old Maltons' place. Let me talk to my friends on. The High Council, and I'm sure they wouldn't mind that. It's been a nuisance uh, of ours for quite some time, and if you want to take over, sure. I'd headache off my plate, uh, sending people in to take care of it and clean it up. Uh, Sounds like a deal to me. Weird shit happens there, and be nice for someone else to have to deal with it. All right, so the sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred gold. It is, and the house, and the house. Perfect. I'm gonna write it out real quick on a piece of paper. Just sign here. <laughs> Take some little, little thing scribes on it. Sure. I think what are you handing out? What? Give us the gold. gold. Sir. Oh, oh, it's uh, back of the spell at the at the barracks, and uh, let us away. He leads you back, goes over into the, uh, uh, over into a, his office, comes out with a big uh, pouch of coins, and he goes, "So, I'm sorry. Um, I hate to be this guy. Uh, apparently, some of the men uh, had to tap into the coffers for supplies, um, but to make up for it, he uh, presents a healing potion." Uh, potion of healing and presents 1400 gold pieces in a pouch greatest greatest apologies but 
hopefully with ownership of a house and you guys to take take care of it and the healing potion. This are, be, we, this are we in his uh, like office or like a meet? Like where are we? Uh, you guys are kind of out in a uh, little foyer, little. There's like a there's like a, a general uh, like waiting room, or not waiting room. Uh, I think like almost like a. Like a, like a reception, off, room. like a reception room, kind of. Uh, uh, no, no, it's more of like a, uh, a side a side office where they are um, almost like a, a employee break room, more or less. Is there any, like what's like the most valuable thing in this room? Like art on the wall, something made out of metal, anything mundane. You look, you look over and you see. <laughs> Let's see, Let's see what what do you see? Let me see. Um, here. I like where this is going. You see a mace on the wall. Yeah. Uh, dangling chain, big spike ball. And on the spike balls, you see uh, these little blue tips kind of on the spikes. It's kind right. of dangling. How about that instead? I point to the big spike ball. Well, I mean, if I. If you really want that, I mean, how about as well? As well, I mean, yeah. I won't give it as well. Of course, that's, uh, worth, so- that's worth far more than that's worth far more than the agreed upon terms com- completely. Yes, but uh, you also changed the terms when your men decided to dip into our money. So, unfortunately, the fact that we I consider the potion as a gift of good faith for future work, sir. So here's the that's- thing. Plus the additional body. I can give you I can wine. give you the gold at a future timing, but unfortunately I don't have the ability to pay you the extra gold now. So I can give you We'll take the mace. Take the mace. Take the mace, the gold and a cut of gold and we'll house. say a potion we'll, as we will take our fourteen hundred gold still. Mm-hmm. Fourteen hundred gold. Uh the without the potion the then? With the potion, the mace and the house. Do you want fourteen hundred Leave the potion. We don't need it. Give me group persuasive checks. Because he's trying to hear, he's hearing it from all ends at you. Group per, give me, just give me persuasion. persuasion Think of it as extra payment for the extra bodies that we're not getting paid for. All right, you guys got to pull this one. I got a six. Oh, I got uh, a 25. Oh, nice. I got a 16. Perfect. I'm just like mace, mace, mace. <laughs> um, just intimidatingly persuading. <sighs> There's only a few charges left on it, but why not? For uh, he's looking a little annoyed, little just like what the hell just happened? He's he's pissed off at, at his at his men because this just turned into a uh, debacle that he just didn't want to have to deal with. And he's like. I swear she's just going to pay him. All right. Hands over a basic potion of healing. Walks over. Grabs the mace. Walks over and uh, as he hands it over to to whoever is going to reach out for it. uh, You go to pick. You go to grab it. And it's weighted a little bit. Um, There's only five charges left in it. So... Be mindful. Uh, gives a little bit of a shock when you hit. 
Um, essentially, you get a one d six. You get one d six of a, of uh, lightning okay. damage. Just a regular mace like that. Yep, regular mace, but you have five charges on it. Cool. While <laughs> just five charges of lightning damage. Just you know, um, I was kind of trying to hope it. It's always one of those like. Someone busts in here. Yeah, wish you have a nice weapon on the wall, just in case. But for the trouble, for the work you guys do, uh, take it as a gift of good faith on my end. I wasn't hoping to part with it. Uh, hands over the 1,400 gold. Hands over the potion of healing. Please find anything else out on uh, cultist. Let me know. Uh, I don't know if there's any more stragglers running around. If you do have any, we'll find them and come collect. Good, good. I will have Kelna message you if uh, if we do. Uh, We thank you. um, You might want to pass the message along. Just let Kelna know probably to stay away from the stacks for a little bit. Why? No reason. And I walk out. Thanks. It's a mighty lovely mace you have as I push him out the door along with me. I'm dragging and it you with guys. Me. Yeah. Dragging the mace. <laughs> um, you. I give Howard and Fink's 350 gold and wait to give Ahazoth his 350 whenever I see him. Um, so, uh, just so you know, the little pouch you get containing the gold, it's a, it's a pouch, but uh, it is a, not a bag of holding. It would be more of a minor amount. So it's a uh, bag of holding-esque. What load of holding? Heck, <laughs> I'm going to keep that bag if that's cool. And uh, you can, we can invest it. You can investigate that and look a little more at that in the future. Um, not to the extent of the bag of holding, but it's like a pocket of holding. That wind is getting bad. Oh my gosh! All right, um, yeah, something like a pocket of holding of it. Uh, all right. So while you guys are off doing that, Azoth, uh, are we good? All right, cool. Azoth, we are. Uh, you you have made yourself. You've made your way to the shop now uh trailing around and uh, you walk in and there is a what elf alchemist at his uh at his desk now uh, desk again back on the shelf kind of looking at little tinctures and going through ingredients and he's meticulously writing everything down listing everything down kind of double checking everything ah ah back again um how how is she doing she you, you got her to we managed to get her to the stacks for the good, good. to take care of her and the ingredients you provided uh, proved to be very beneficial. So I wanted to come back and personally thank you as well as remind myself that I'd, I had never learned your name to properly thank you. Name's Relias. So he puts his hand out to meet you. Um, shakes your hand and it's uh, Elias. Um, 
Nice to meet you. In your name? I don't, I don't believe we exchanged. Uh, I am Azoth. I am a... Uh, ah, yes. Yes. Of, uh, the, of the Circle of Oak, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. That is correct. Uh, um, I do believe I, I didn't give you much direction. I, it would... Are you going to be making your way to the Gather the Boss? Because if am. you would be, I, I would appreciate you. Um, and he does, he turns around, he grabs a, a jar about the, he pulls out this little tiny little capsule jar and he, about this in size, he goes, would you mind just packing it full for me? I just, this is enough. Um, when, uh, when Chakra comes back and find out where he's at, I'll, I'll have him gather some more for me, but... It's just a little too much of a journey for me to make uh, on a whim nowadays, especially with the lockdown coming in. If you can kind of bring that uh, back to me a little bit concealed too. They're checking everyone for everything they have on on stock. More than happy to help you out with that. Thank you. Thank you. And he provides you with, uh, if if you don't mind action, he actually holds uh, hands over three more little vials. Like if you don't mind, if it's not too much of a trouble, please. Uh, he, he hands you a fourth going, take, take one of these for yourself. Right. I, I take them and add them to my uh, satchel. Cool. Um, um, I need yeah. to know the quickest and most direct way to get there so that I can be as stealthy as possible without drawing attention if you would like three containers of moss. Um, I mean, honestly, it is, uh, you'll leave Brian's Bell and cut around north of the city and head just straight forward into, uh, through the Royal Hunt's grounds and into the, let me make sure I double check my map. I didn't have the forest named in. Um, into the uh, the Gemini Woods. And you said it's about a day's travel, correct? Roughly eight hours foot if, if, you're, if you're traveling just yourself. Anything else I should know before I leave? Um, so uh, he, he explains to you that his uh, it's an alchemy lab. It's a uh, domed circular... Uh, circular uh lab that uh has two major uh rooms and uh there's a main uh like a a, t- a study uh like a study hall not study hall um it's like a main lab and then there is a smaller side room of it that has a uh a lodging so if like you're to work overnight he let you know uh be careful there are um the wildlife likes to get a little crazy, a little out of hand. So be on the lookout for it's larger than life insects. Just be on the lookout for that. Keys? Uh, I, there's actually uh, it's a little trick. When you get to the door at the front, just kind of give a little kick at the bottom of it. Okay. All right. I thank him and Say, so buy my leaf. Uh, and just he, he provides you with the simple notion that 
you'll go to the uh it's in the to the gemini woods just like literally it's a straight straight foot shot north uh eight hours by foot Um, it's surrounded by a small uh a swamp swampy marsh a little bit not large about just just enough for the immediate yard and uh the about the surrounding area nature around the swamp and then beyond this this little swampish uh area it gets into a nice uh, deciduous forest okay. or wooded wooded area gemini woods all right um i go to head out okay you head out i'm gonna leave the city and just kind of uh Put my hood up and just kind of make my way. Okay. Um, are you just going to head your head and just straight out? I'm just going to head straight out. Okay. You head straight out. Um, you begin to uh, leave, head through the city guard. Um, a long passing. Let's see. Double check something real quick because you guys would be. You guys would be passing, you would be somewhat passing near each other. Um, We're planning on meeting at the house anyways. Yeah, but no, he's heading, he's not going to the house. You're heading, you're just straight up leaving. Oh, sad. Breaking the plan. I just need to check something real quick, guys. Breaking the plan, breaking the plan. Don't, don't, breaking the plan. (laughs) That... Oh, just want to see Howard. You notice off to the distance, leaving the city. Uh, what looks like Azoth heading out, um, out of earshot completely. Roughly sixty feet away as you're as you're leaving from the spell swords and Azoth kind of scoping around, but um, they are significantly closer and due to like timing and everything, that's kind of where we're gonna end up. So you would see him leaving as he's just kind of passing the gate, passing the two guards. Okay. I'll make a mental note of it, but I'll keep going with the group. I won't say anything yet. All right, cool. Uh, Azoth, you're walking out. Um, you got about an eight-hour journey ahead of you. What are you doing? Have I, have I cleared the gates? Clear the gates. Am I out of sight of everybody? Make a perception check. Oh, wait. The senses one or the... Perception. All right. Hold on. And by the way, you you completely saw the party. Like you witnessed them as you snuck around, uh, snuck by them, and kind of just kept out of uh, their sight. You can see them passing through you. Yeah. Uh, nine, nine. I mean, it looks pretty. Um, it looks pretty cleared out. All right. Um, since we uh, had rested and recovered everything, uh, I want a wild shape. Okay. To yeah. All right. Um, you start a kind of into a brisk jog, feeling a newfound kind of 
path and direction, a little personal quest. Um, you feel this booming inside of you, in your chest, almost this warm sense of direction, a purpose. Not, not necessarily the same as what you had when you first left the tribes, which was more of a task. This is a, a new beginning, you feel. You feel this booming, this sensing, and this push. And as you start breaking into a brisk run, you go to shape into uh, an animal. And with the last surge of uh, a change, you break into the sky as a falcon and take off with a burst of druidic energy, just that if anyone was watching, they would see a radiant blast and just magic as shoot from your body. And as you change and fly, would I have seen them in the distance, like change into a falcon and take off? Mm, Slightly. Yeah. You would see okay. the change. I don't know if you would see the falcon, but you saw him take into an an- change into an animal in the distance, and you saw him. F- you saw something fly. Okay. You picked up on that. Perfect. Okay. I'm gonna go towards my destination. No. Um, flight speed of a falcon. Do we have that offhand? Let me see. Let me see a uh, falcon. Check out this D and D Beyond. Falcon. This Falcon check is brought to you by Oogie Games. Buy used, new, old games. Check them out. Oogie Games, 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls. Falcon. Oogie Games. Speed. Uh, 60 feet. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll say it takes you about an hour or two. See distance over the course of hours, over the course of about an hour or two, um, catching a couple gusts, a good gust, and just with its newfound just urge and momentum pulsing through you, you can feel this energy just kind of pulsing uh, through your uh, your veins, almost just kind of coursing through your energy. This internal surge of magic. Yeah. Did you? Um. And you're coasting through the sky. You, a poor, uh, you're, you can see uh, this hilled area that you know of as the hunts, the Royal Hunts Ground. Uh, a couple out, outcroppings of uh, small wooded areas. And as you pull up to the Gemini Forest, you see where there is uh, a circular, two uh, domed circular buildings connected set in the middle of uh, roughly 50 yards into this wooded area, surrounded by a small swamp with this large oak tree growing out the back of it. Okay. Um, I want to land at the uh, swamp oak tree. There, at the base of that. You land. And with the landing, you almost kind of fall out of it. Uh, make a dexterity save for me. As you're coasting in now, it's 20 feet. Or it's 50 feet. 30 feet. 
25, 20, 10, boom. You change midair. Uh, what was seven, you said? What was your save? Uh, seven. Seven? Wait, wait, well, you know, yeah, I rolled a seven, yeah. Uh, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you change midair and you fall. You, uh, you feel tired, weakened. Um, you're now laying uh, kind of, you're coming pretty much in for a dead on dive. You're laying in a pile of moss. And uh, right at the, where the roots uh, curl up over this massive oak tree that is 35, 40 feet tall, surrounded by this marshy little swamp. It goes out for only 20, 20 yards or so, circling this lab uh, buildings. There's a path from the back of the labs. You see there's a door leading that directly, that follows directly up. There's a dirt pathway leading directly up to the tree. Um, you feel there is uh, this boniness of um, something that is to your back where you landed. You're resting on something. Uh, um, I, I reach behind to see what it is. Reach, reaching behind, um, you feel the uh, skeleton of a small woodland critter. Okay. Just um, picked clean, like polished, smoothed. I, uh, and, and there's moss all over, all coming up and around, and not uh, between where the tree roots are, jump, are coming out of the ground and making a uh, little loops and hooks and uh, nodding up and around and twisting paths and uh, deep, sinking deep into the ground. It's covered in moss just all around. So I, I open up the bag that I had on me, uh, reach inside, pull out what I thought was one of the vials and it was what was in the pouch prior, which I think you said was bones, right? They were uh, darkened, ashen, burned bones. Charred. Um, put that back in. Pull out a vial. I'll, I'll pack all the vials with moss. Okay. Like you asked, all four of them. Mm-hmm. And I'll take the other bones and I'll put those in the bag as well. Okay. Put the other bones in the bag as well. Okay. Um... So am I? Uh, so am I, is the, the the tree and the swamp together? Like yeah. So the tree kind of sits in the center of this swampish, uh, the swamp backyard. Okay. Um, and and where the where the tree is sitting, the ground is not swamp. So it's kind of like the tree is on this mound of earth that right. is a ten foot in diameter around, and the tree is growing up from this. And you're sitting in a patch of just solid kind of packed dirt on this moss that's encompassing around this. Do I have to go through the swamp to get to the alchemy lab? Like there is a pat there. uh, There is a set dirt pathway leading to the back of the lab on the side of the path. It's a swamp, this marshy swamp. So I'll land start to go through the swamp to get on the path to head towards the lab. Okay. Um, Make your way path on the lab, make perception checks. Um, Twenty-one. Nice. 
you hear a in the faint distance. Not super loud, but you hear it uh, getting a little closer. Not quickly. Okay. And it um, sounds like there's multiple buzzes. Does it sound like they're coming more from the path or more from the swamp? More like, from the swamp. More the path. The-, the path is 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 fairly short, and uh, you can you're on it. All right. Um, so you're hearing the buzzing come from behind you, from right. back in the forest, beyond the swamp. Okay. Then I. will make a sprint towards the lab. Okay. You can sprint in. Kick the uh, door. Boom. Tap the door. Kick it. Opens up. All right. Unlocks to let you in. Get in. Shut it behind me. All right. Shut it. Uh, yell out for a uh, call out for um, his uh, for Relius's, uh assistant. Uh, Chakra uh no response. No response. Does it look like anybody's been in the lab? Um, yeah. So you're in this. You're in the back of uh, where the lab is. The back doors to it, and this is a circular room, fifty feet around. All there is a uh, side work, kind of like a, a side workbench that that follows all the way around the room except for where there is a door to the front of the to the front of the lab and a door to the side um, resting uh, like a side bedroom like a spare room uh, I'll uh, open up in, the side room door all right uh, on the desk there is various uh, vials and ingredients and different uh, tr- trees and nature and different flowers and plants and there is a bunch of little knickknacks and there are little uh, wires and little uh, inventions of sorts and potion bottles and crack vials and uh, there is you're in an alchemist lab you're right. finding a whole bunch of sorts in the spare room uh, you find a messy bed uh, room, the spare room is another circular this one is roughly only five feet or ten feet in uh, around and there's enough room you see a bed up against one part of the curved wall just kind of slanted up against it the bed's big enough for you know, uh, an elf it's enough to fit uh, Relias and there is a, a small trunk that's opened up and it looks like there is a, a backpack uh, that was left there emptied out uh, opened up flap open the satchel opened up on it uh, and there is a dresser that has been opened up and rummaged through. Okay. Uh, I investigate the dresser and the satchel. Uh, you find some meander, like basic common clothes, nothing of value, nothing of any importance. Uh, make an investigation check to see how well you look. See what else is within this. Uh, 14. 14. Um, you find a... Uh, a skeleton of a mouse in the top in the top dresser drawer, uh, tucked away in the back corner of it. 
and it's been dead for probably months, but that's it. Anything else, basic clothing, nothing of importance. Sheets of, there's uh, scrawlings of notes of just uh, mixtures of uh, uh, combinations of like kind of spell crafting and potion crafting of that sorts. You find, Uh, you find a kind of like a how to mix a basic health potion 101. I'll take it off. And then, uh, you do find, uh, we'll say with a 14 of you looking also around, uh, just kind of combing through in between, in the pouch, in the backpack, uh, you find uh, folded within the clothes uh, instructions to constructing a wand, kind of like how to craft and take precious wood and, uh, and uh, magical uh, ingredients to make wands. Okay. Essentially, uh, it'd be a uh, just for just for sake of it, it'd be a, a plus one wand. Okay. Um, for sake of it, knowing that Howard really wanted the uh, uh, Jared's wand, I'll I'll take all the anything that I can get. I'll just take and add it to my pack. Um, so the, the the sheets, the spells, the skeleton, um, some of the more interesting looking knickknacks and potions from the table. Uh, any, anything of, I guess, importance? Um, no, I'll, it looks like it's been picked clean. Picked clean? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll still take Except for that. So, so maybe someone possibly forgot them, okay. left them, but someone was picking stuff clean. All right. I'll take what I can. Okay. The first stuff, and then I will go into the, uh, the main door to the main hall. Okay. Open out, uh, you're in the alchemist lab. Uh, I mean, you're seeing vials and test stuff, and so you're in alchemy lab. Okay. And there's nobody else there, though. I've, I've checked out the whole place at this point. Yeah, it's just a single two room. So you're in the lab in the, in the main hall. Oh, that's 50 okay. feet around, and then there's the side one just adjacent to it. Oh, that that's, that's the front it. door. To... Yeah. Okay. So it's like a two doors in. So if you're coming in through the front way, there's that, and then if you were to go to the backyard, you just kind of k- dropped in the backyard. Make a perception check, by the way. Well, actually, no. Your pa- with your passive perception, it's but I know it. Um, you can now hear the buzzing is getting louder, but not to the point where it's coming inside the building. But it's kind of uh, possibly in the backyard of the swamp. You can hear buzzing noises. Um. Okay. Um, make sure the back door is shut. Okay. Going okay. back over, shut. Uh, look around. Make sure there's no way that anything can like get in. There is. Uh, you look up, thinking of the thinking of this buzzing noise, and uh, looking up, there is a circular dome skylight that's glassed over, and. Uh, you don't know what would pop through there, but you see there's metal bars, bars kind of crossing over and with this, uh, with a circular in the end. So there's like metal bars coming up from different angles and there's like a uh, circular kind of like skylight. Okay. So depending if it's too big, too small, you don't know if anything would bust through there, but the glass is there and it's non-broken. It's intact. 
so I'm going to go into the room where the bed is. I'm going to shut that door. Got it. I'm going to bide my time and see if the buzzing will go away, like kind of wait it out. Yeah. And while I'm doing that, um, since I've got some time to myself, uh, I just kind of want to start looking over all the the things that I, I came across. The broken crown, uh, kind of meditate on that, take a look at what was really in the bag that I found at a... Uh, the house in the, the the shrine room, there was the, the bag with the knife, the dagger, the bone dagger. I kind of just want to, like, lay it all out, sit, and just kind of wait it out and, I guess, meditate on it all and, and, and see where I'm at. Okay. Sit down. Put it all out there. Meditating on it. How long do you wait? Um, I, I, I'll, we'll go for, uh, I don't know. It can be, uh, we, I guess considered like a long rest. I mean, I just kind of want to like stay on it until either the noise goes away or something comes to me. Okay. However long that is. Um, you're sitting there meditating on it, uh, loss and thought and, just just kind of closed eyes meditating sitting there and you get flashes of a tree and the vision goes dark again and your visions are back and you see a, a tree being carved into with a dagger think of a think of a kid trying to carve like the initials into a tree for like the first them and their love like they're jagging their initials in you go back again and then someone is uh, you, you see a hand just like a, you see a, a darker skin um almost like a leather brown in color kind of skin just the, of just the wrist uh grabbing uh bones and throwing them down on the floor of a wooden uh, of, of a uh, dirt padded flooring and then you're and then the vision kind of like shifts again over to that tree of someone scrawling on a tree and kind of carving making marks and it, it shatters again and you see someone breaking bones and there is chanting indistinguishable languages that you're you don't recognize and you see a masked figure with a bone like face standing in front of an oak tree you see just the head of a shirtless uh, tribe um, uh, kind of almost like a Ace Ventura 2 where he's got like the body paint on and um, leathered, animal leathered leggings, or not leggings, uh, pants with us, almost like they're um, tied up with like leather, like leather lacings up and down the sides. And on his face, there is a bone, uh, almost like scald mask, scald bone mask. And as he takes it off, he puts it down in the middle of the bone of the of uh, on the ground where your vision kind of looks down. You see that th- this is where the bones that are scattered. And he begins to take the dagger and start to chisel into another bone and start to chisel into another bone. And you 
the vision goes and you awake. Your material, I, your components, everything's kind of on the ground still. Did I recognize the tree? Is it the the tree that's out back? Mm, no, it, it was kind of indistinguishable. Okay. How much time's passed? Mm, you don't the, know. Unfortunately. Is the gone? Buzzing's gone. All right. Um, I'll take the bone dagger, the bones from whatever I found outside, the burnt bones, the scrolls of paper, and I'll head out to the... uh, back out to the back oak tree and uh, kind of try and replicate whatever it was that I saw in my vision. Like I try and like, I'll, I, I want to try and uh, retrace those steps, I guess, or imitate it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you go back to the, uh, as you walk out back to the tree sitting in the moss is a, uh, boned plated uh mask that you saw the figure holding and placing down as you walk up it's sitting in the moss i take it and put it on and then sit down you sit down and you hear as this uh oak tree in front of you uh, starts to crackle and break to life and you hear You must learn more. As the sound just weeps from the tree. And you hear, uh, you must learn more. Journey. Bring back. Life to the dead swamps. I've given you the tools to do so. You response at all? Anything else? Uh, I say I think I understand. With yeah. that, the the tree just kind of, as with that, he just kind of fades away. The face that kind of comes through and the voice just kind of melds away. Um. All right. Uh, I'm going to... You're getting that part of the task is you got to learn for yourself what to do. He's given you enough. Right. Um, you must take your own actions now. I, I still want to kind of uh, examine, I guess, I'll, I'll take some time. Still outside there, I still feel safe for the time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
to relook over <clears throat> the 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 burnt bones or whatever it was that's carved in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then look over the papers that were with them. And then I guess, I mean, if they were carving something into the bones, then in the vision, uh, and I've got clean bones to do it, I'm going to try and, I guess, just replicate it and see if anything happens. Okay. Uh, make an arcana check. Twenty-three. Um, these are uh, as you're looking at the bones now, examining them. The uh, sigils and the symbols on this on these bones are uh, they're arcane in nature and have uh, the kind of like this is like the Latin of spell of, of spellcraft of. Okay. of of the uh written of like the language of writing spells this is like a root dialect of um spell terminology essentially so these are uh, rudimentary scrolls i guess you would say in that sort okay uh and what's on the actual papers that were with them they're uh various spells um, you see spells for, let me see what spells that they have listed on here. Um, there are spells for, where is my list? You see, um, you see a couple, you see a couple uh, cantrips. Okay. Uh, you see told the dead, uh, minor illusion, illusion. Chill touch, as well as some actual full-on spells. Uh, just some of them are protection from good and evil. You see, uh, cause fear. <coughs> I'm sorry, <coughs> and also witch bolt. <coughs> All right, oh, so as it's a hard voice to do. <laughs> so as a droid, um, <clears throat> I, I would I would know the the. The basic understanding of of what's going on, I assume, as far as well, you you would understand that these are um, the bones and the scrolls. What you're reading, these are uh, spell scrolls, right? And then analyzing the bones that have stuff on them already, that the ones that were burnt. You're pulling in that if you if you know if you are able to, you could transcribe the scrolls to to these bones with the bone dagger. With the with the dagger or something to write, all right, or something to carve, then and transfer I'll, like a magical essence. Then I will take that dagger and just like I saw in the vision, I'll sit down, throw it all out, and start transcribing or carving. Okay, um, it's gonna take you some time to do this all. Um, you're there for we'll say roughly four, five hours outside just underneath the time of the uh, with this oak tree. Okay. Carving with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Upon completion, you hear the voice come from the tree as you're looking down. You hear good you must learn more 
always. I say, uh, and who do I owe my thanks for this gift of knowledge to? You can thank yourself for the knowledge. But you can thank me for the opportunity. For the change of direction. All right. Um, I offer my thanks uh, and the promise to bring back life to the dead swamps. I'll start with the... uh, that when I when I gain the knowledge to do so, I will start back here around the lab. And then um, I'll uh, gather my wares and then return back to Brian uh, Spell the same way I came. Okay. Um, oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. Um. All right, uh, you try to, uh, you go to leave? Yeah. You, uh, <clears throat> you try to wild shape back to uh, a falcon and you feel yourself drained and tapped. You feel um, a power from your druidic reservoir exhausted. Okay. Um, you probably can't do a flying animal again. All right. Um, I'll go into. You can still change into an animal, just not. Yeah. Um, I will go into a. Uh... Forty feet. All right. I'll uh, I'll uh, wild shape into uh, a wolf. Okay. Uh, Got about 40 feet for speed, so not as fast as the Falcon, but uh, I'll uh, make my way back to Brian's Spell. Especially, and in, in, with the wolf uh, dashing and sprinting, uh, you have the endurance of a land animal used to uh, that type of travel. Yeah. Uh, you'll show up probably around nighttime. Uh, while this is happening, we break over to the party. You guys are uh, getting back to the house. All right. Show back up here. So is this gentleman from the high council with us as we're walking to the house now, or did he stay at the barracks? Oh, he stayed at the barracks. It's you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess we just, we're going to, dive into our new home a little more and see what rooms we have and try and figure out everyone's spot, I guess. Guys are at the house. I claim the master bedroom on the top. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're in the, you're, you guys are at the house. What do you guys want to do? The houses you guys have explored through the house. um, Well, I guess after we rest, I'll do this. So never mind. Okay. Do you guys do anything until you go to a rest or until until Azoth? Does anyone stay up? Do we have enough 
room for like everyone to have their own room here? I think so. Yep, there's mm-hmm. enough. There's right. uh, multiple bedrooms with two twin beds, and then there is the master room. He froze. Oh, he no. Froze. Oh, he's back. Nope, oh, he's back. back. He froze. He froze for a second. Oh, I am? You were, you, know, you were. You he were like, you said two, and then... <laughs> okay. So, you guys are in the house. Hey, I know we're going to wait for Azoth, but... um. Probably should let you guys know. He took off, so he might be a little while. Might as well make yourself comfy. Do you mind if I, like, Howard, are you in the master bedroom already? Um, not yet. I feel like we should check out and, like, search the master bedroom. Like, I don't know if he had a personal li- I know we, there was a library. I just don't know what he had up in his room. Or remember. Um, I think found like a diary note i think it was or something in there um let's see uh you guys you're gonna did you search you searched it already didn't you yeah <clears throat> uh, let me just double check uh let me see let me see what was in here real quick um i think that's where i found out about mammon and something else. Yes. So in the ba- in the um in the bedroom there were. Oh, let me get maps real quick. That's how I can tell what it's what. Um. That map. Uh. Where the frick is that map? Here, one second. Sorry, guys. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, yeah, pull this up. And I'll let you guys know because I want to be. We haven't. We you guys haven't been here in a minute. Uh, here, pulling it up right now. <clears throat> oh my god! Yeah, That's I have like diary entry. Uh, looking elsewhere other than the weave. You found a diary uh, from Mammon, uh, Lord of the Third Rising Hell. Yep, or Third Ring of Hell. Sorry. Yep. <clears throat> there is that. Um, in the uh, layout, there is also in the house at the top. Uh, in the master room, there is the bed with a. Uh, there is a study in the corner. When you enter the room to the left, as well as on the uh, wall next to the study, a uh, little writing desk. There is a dresser. Next to uh, on the bed, uh, on the wall uh, facing you, when you walk in the room, there is the bed. Next to the bed, there is a side dresser, and there is a fireplace with a wolf's pelt in front of it. What do you wish? I took the wolf pelt again just to be sure it's not alive. It's a pelt. Perfect. I'd like to look through his his study area all right all right by all means go ahead uh you're and you'll look in the one that is next to the bed or or no you're looking in the study uh make an investigation check
No? I got a six. I mean, Howard kind of cleared it out with, uh, you You find basically like empty uh, scrolls of parchment for notes taking. You find vials of ink and... Um, I'm more or less wanting to like find, st- I'm, I'm just trying to see if he has any notes on like the coins or anything like that. Um, there is no notes on the coins uh, in the study. Okay. All right. What else are you guys doing in here? Um, I'm going to plop on my bed and go through my newly acquired books of necromancy. Yes. So looking through the books, you find. Let's see. Get that note up there. Uh, so you find books. <clears throat> you find a uh, necro books. You find one that is uh, listed the dark spark. You find. Uh, uh, <clears throat> there's one called the dark spark. And then there's also one called uh, book burning and rebinding. Uh, what do you? What do you? Uh, what one are you um, I'll opening start, up? I'll start. Go through the dark spark. Dark spark. Yeah. All right, cool. Dark spark uh, goes through, and it's basically uh, just you get the gist from it. It is written in. Um, uh, it's written in common, and it is basically uh, you get the gist that it 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 goes through the process of bringing back someone from the dead, and the infusion of necromantic energy into them. Uh, and you get the gist and it says uh, basically to bring someone back to life there needs to be a, a catalyst whether it's divinity, magic, some pure unexplained uh, arcana event um, it doesn't just happen, something like that okay. um, you also find out that within it is that within uh, necromancy there is also a property of healing magic that goes into it as well so it's not just uh, uh, necromancy. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So you read through that one. Uh, you go through uh, the the uh, book burning and rebinding. Mm-hmm. Goes through uh, notable uh, liches and the journey to lichdom that it takes uh, and the toll it takes on the body and the mind and uh, two liches stick out from it. One was known uh, as the dark father and it's a human that went mad roughly 200 years ago from whenever this uh, was just for, just for sake of having a uh, Finks tell you the timeline of this world and everything. It's uh, roughly 200 years ago. Uh, he and his followers uh, decimated the swamps South of the deep cut there is a, uh, it was a fey oasis known as the Yule Grove. Um, a little more specifically, it goes into because you're reading through a textbook. It was a fey nexus to the fey wild okay. uh, in the center of it. And it's now listed as the Dead Swamp. Uh, there's also listed as uh, another necromancer called uh, Arakane. And she was a drow, uh, drow drider. Priestess you, of Lolf. How do you spell her name? 
uh, Rakane is R A A R A C H A N E. Okay. Uh, she was a priestess of Lolth, uh, the Spider Queen, and she commi- she pledged her allegiance by by uh, willing to become a drider and take the uh, the body. Uh, the, the the sacrifice of what it does to the body to um, ascend to be a lich a lich of Lolf. Um and she was known for raising dead driders uh, raising driders back from the dead and sending them into battle as her commander. So you basically getting like zombie driders when you're fighting with her. And Sweet. for uh, those of you that don't know, driders are your half spider, half drow elf, and you don't want to mess with them. Yeah. So you get basically that's kind of that's the big takeaways you get from these. Okay. Um, yeah, you're there. Uh, we'll say. Is anyone else doing anything until late? Until Azoth comes in, or else we could say Azoth shows up. Um, are we ended. taking a long rest? It's up to you guys. Uh, I, I guess what I wanted to do was meditate in the dark room and prepare the daylight spell to try and uh, dispel that, see if that works. Okay. <clears throat> um, can you choose, do you choose uh, spells after a long rest or short rest? Uh, long rest. So I'm, I'm going to prepare it for the next day. For the next day. Okay. Are um, you're meditating in the, are you meditating in the dark room before you go to, re- go to speak? No, that's where I'm resting. Oh, you're just you're gonna go to sleep in the dark. Okay. Yeah, but I'll be probably preparing my spells there. Prepare your spells, go to sleep. Okay. I'm attuning myself with the room. That's all. Okay. All right. Cool. I dig that. We're gonna keep searching the rest of the house for any information on the coins. On the coins. Uh, make uh, an investigation check. Oh, boo. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh. Unfortunately, throughout this house, there's not any knowledge about the coins in here. Sad. I will go to bed in one of the other rooms that looks average sized. Average sized. Uh, so apart from the master room, the three other rooms there are uh, <clears throat> three other rooms are all um, the uh, children rooms with the twin beds. So just pick one of those. Are you going to crash in an, in another room room. I suppose I'll crash in one of the children's rooms for now. Okay. You pick a children's room. It's cozy. Go to sleep. Uh, Azoth, you show up middle of the night. Um, you get past uh, the guard fairly easy. Um, you change probably before approaching the gate. Walk in, enter. Um, you're in the town. Uh, on your way to the house, you do stop by the apothecary. Uh, you don't see the lights are on at all, but uh, there is a box out in front, almost like a mailbox of sorts, okay. that is left there. It's kind of like a drop off if you wish to. I'll uh, put in three of the four uh, moss containers. Yeah. All right. Go on in. You yep. make your way to the house. You enter in. 
Uh, party is sleeping. Everybody's sleeping? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, uh, I'll head back down to the, uh, the, the shrine room, if you want to call it that. Um, I'll, I'll stake claim to that one. Okay. Uh, when, uh, underneath the dark room and uh, call it a night. All right, cool. So you guys take a long rest. Come to the next morning. You guys wish to do? Cast my spell. Cast your spell. Does it work? Nothing. Ah. Good try. Good try. Um, Here, Figs. Um, I can try something. However, I don't know if we want to completely dispel it. I don't know what that might have effect on as far as like making an appointment if we need to. I say try it. Okay, perfect. And I will try to uh, cast Dispel Magic. Go to cast Dispel Magic. All right. Um, cast Dispel Magic. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Hmm. You cast a spell. It wasn't that your spell didn't fade. It's just, unfortunately, whatever this darkness is, it perpetually there possibly I'll say at this point Azoth you perk up hearing yeah so um, them above you I will um, uh, I'll kind of want to tell him about everything that happened but I want to be a little bit more theatrical about it so uh, I still have the all the stuff from that I took Mm -hmm. uh I want to redo myself up in the uh, the image that I saw in my vision. Okay. So I'm gonna put the, the skull on and tear up the uh, uh, you know, well, not tear it up, but you know, trim it. Yeah, basically, just kind of uh, give myself a new look. Okay, give yourself a new look. Yeah. Um. You are. Uh, when you're giving yourself a new look, are you going like the whole shirtless, like you saw the guy in the vi- in the vision, or are you more or less? How are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I kind of want to go this uh, uh, tribalistic uh, Ace Ventura shaman type thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, you don't have like the leather shaman pants, but no, you could still. You go shirtless and you got your runic tattoos kind of all around, uh, all up on your torso and on your arms. Yeah, and the thing. Your face and you have the mask on. Get You have your uh, pouch. Satchel, yeah. Your pouch and your satchels to your uh, to your side. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I uh, make my way up towards the top of the stairs and uh, I, I yell out, with bones and spells I come. I don't know if you guys are all awake at this point or not. Make my way I up. I know you two are. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys heard him uh, shout this downstairs. Do you recognize the voice? Yeah, what? you recognize the voice. You, you, Finks, you and you and Howard hear him through the hole. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, Azoth is uh, back. Hey, uh, welcome back. How was your night? 
He's up. He's he's downstairs. You're shouting through the floor, or do you guys walk downstairs? Walk around. Where you guys? Where are you guys at? Where's everyone in his room? Right. He's uh, he's downstairs in the druid room. Okay, I just hop down the hole. I'm going to make my way to the kitchen. You make your way to the kitchen. Got it. I'm going to uh, hop down the hole into the druid room. Okay. I'll follow you if you're hopping down the hole. Making your way carefully, sliding yourself over and position yourself. You go dropping through. Finks follows. You catch him uh, carefully. And you are sitting here staring at the Azoth done up little shamanistic style. Remus, you make your way into the into the kitchen. You go you go forward through or you stay in the kitchen. Yeah, no, I'm going to the druid room after I hear the thuds through oh, the no. on the floor. Alright, cool. You make your way in through the beaded flowered uh doorway. You guys are presented with Azoth done up a little differently uh, now. Interesting look. Yeah. Um, I don't dig it. Kinda had a long night. Um Crown's broken. Can't do much with it. I think I kind of messed things up there. But I've kind of got a new purpose. Uh, as, as, as visited by, by the gods. And I have to bring life back to the swamp. And I think I learned some new stuff, too. Oh, wait a minute. The and swamp. I, yeah. What's yeah. So, so I explained that there's a swamp north of here and there's this alchemist lab with all these stuff and I'll, I'll lay out for Howard some of the things that I found. Oh, I was like, oh, and I, I got this for you. And I'll lay out the magic wand spell stuff. I was like, maybe this will help with uh, uh, Jarrell's fire wand. Oh, perfect. Did you, um, did you take the mouse skeleton? Yes. All right, I'm going to cover Lucky's eyes so he doesn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, I kind of just tell him there was this alchemist lab, and I was supposed to look for somebody. I couldn't find him, and there was loud buzzing sound. And um, uh, you know, I, I tell him I, th- I think I'm learning magic, not like my druid magic, but like magic, magic. Like I have to learn it. I don't know it. I have to learn it. And, and I just, I just I'll I'll say within Nate after the meditation in time you're feeling that you understand some of the basic magic mm-hmm. that you've okay. that you have kind of picked up on okay. so essentially you have a new list of spells to you yeah i do um, but i say uh i say look what i can do and i'll uh i'll cast minor illusion and make it sound like there's a upgrade <laughs> upstairs <laughs> Make it sound like there's a uh, like a, a concert going on. That's kind of the point. Like not really knowing what I'm doing, but just like look. Yeah, you guys, you guys hear minor illusion. It is um, you hear uh, almost like a some rudimentary, just generic ambience music, just kind of pick up in the background and. It's uh, as he um, as Azoth kind of starts to point his finger up and cast it. You see this uh, this glowing emanate uh, this glowing energy kind of remin- uh, resonate from his pouch. This little mm, off to Dude, the side. Your pouch is glowing. Mm. I'll reach in and I'll I, I'll pull out the bones. 
Like, I found these, too. Well, I didn't find them. I had to make them. And you see one of the smaller, like, leg bones from one of the little critters is gl- is glowing uh, as if some as if a cantrip was cast from it. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You said you came across somebody, too? Uh, no, I was looking for somebody. I never found oh. them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But I do have this cool mask. Yeah. What is why is everyone finding masks? You you found a barrel hat. No, well I have a mask too, and I have I put on my mask. Then Howard still has his mask. Finks, you need a mask. I, I got the skull. I put that on my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see good, but I have it. Crack big backs just kind of sitting on, it and he's like. Really now, Finks. Really? <laughs> Quiet. Hmm. Yeah. So what I miss? Is this we got paid? Well, we got paid. There you go. And um, this is our house. Fifty gold. Wait, this is our house. This is we got house. the house's payment as well. Ooh. Oh, and Finks has his uh, badass-looking mace. I called dibs on this room. Excellent negotiators. Yes. Okay. Now so, what? Yeah. Um, well, I did come across uh, one of the ladies inside that the stacks. Um, I don't know if she was afraid for her family. We can always go check that out. Are we trying to go to the beach? Oh yes, yes. Um, there's a beach. We should probably go check out. Um, yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> okay. Alright. Do we know where the is? I have no idea. We need to find out exactly. Um, what do you know about uh, dead, decrepit, empty cities on a beach shoreline with a red comet in the sky? That's a good question. What do I know about the dead, decrepit beaches with red comets? Make, make the religion uh, history check if you want to. Let's see what you know. I said it was religion with disadvantage or advantage? Religion with, uh, re- religion with disadvantage his- or a straight history check. Just let me know which one you're rolling. All right. Uh, let's see. Religion with disadvantage or history. All right. I'm going to go with religion with disadvantage. Uh, 13. Um. As far as the decrepit cities and the comet, not much. Comet, just from um, the, the tribal and uh, kind of the the raw nature of uh, religion that you would practice in back of the circles. Yeah. Red comet, kind of an omen of bad stuff. Usually, nothing specific is pinging. Uh, you're you're not pinging your memory banks there, but black sand. Also, not familiar with. You yeah. you know of some of the shorelines of the continent, and that doesn't sound familiar to you. Yeah. Nothing sounds familiar to me. Although, swamps are kind of dark and decrepit. City is dark and decrepit. I mean, I'm for checking it out. I think I'm liking this dark and decrepit stuff. The forest isn't really doing it for me anymore, guys. We came from a swamp. Yeah, we did, actually. But this uh, 
this dark dead swamp you're talking about, um, you wouldn't happen to know anything about a dark father by chance, too, would you? I don't, but my tree friend might. It could be interesting. Um, I'm all for you learning all kinds of new things through any type of way, dark it, you know, whatnot. doesn't matter. Um, just be careful. I read a story recently last night, actually, about a lich, a dark father lich, um, who came from a dead swamp. Ooh. It sounded quite familiar of how you were describing it. So I just want to make sure you're not getting into something that might be not good for you as well. So what you're saying is we should go to the beach. Yes, I'm all for this. So let's head back to, I guess, the, the stacks and see if I can find some information about this beach. Yeah, and maybe... Isn't there, isn't there a library here? A pretty expensive library? That's like a personal, like... like personal. a. Yeah, there, I mean, there is a personal library in the in the mansion. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go through there to see if there's anything about uh, beach cities. Um, someone make an investigation check. Who wants to lead it? I'll give you guys, uh, whoever wants to lead the investigation check, um, uh, call nosies on who doesn't want or who wants to do it and or just call, I got claim it. it. <clears throat> I'll go and do it with it. advantage, whoever's doing it. Howard, you're the best reader. Yeah, I'll go through it. He can you read know, any the worst, language. The worst part about this city, you said with advantage or disadvantage? With advantage. With advantage, perfect. Oh, even better. Uh, 17. 17. The worst part about this city was there was no Uki games that I saw there. It's a horrible, horrible place. <laughs> um, you start searching through books and up and down and many, many books. Bunch of uh, intro to magic, intro to wiz- wizardry, tinkering, uh, tinkering for dummies, uh, so you want to be a ranger? <laughs> you think you can bard? Um. <laughs> uh, uh, but nothing as far as uh, a, a beach with dark sand or anything like that. Hmm. Nothing here that I see. Let's go back to the stacks. We'll see if Lady Lunisphere is awake. Because this is our house, we can get mail. Let's see if we can get some of those packages to us. What are these packages? There's, there were boxes at our house. We got yes, there uh, were boxes at Luna's house. We could totally take and go through. No, oh, those packages. Yeah. Oh but God. Let's let's go back to the stacks. See if she's up. See if maybe anybody there knows anything about a. A beach. Where where do you think this beach might be, Howard? Any ideas? Not a clue, but I have a feeling. I don't know if it was a uh, distant realm. If I visited the lost uh, halls of wherever that was lost at the sea, or Carcosa, and I wait to see if I pass out. <laughs> You're good. You don't. Up. Damn it. Okay. No. <laughs> You're. Awake. No. I guess I'm still awake. Um. Yeah, then, so I don't don't you don't you have sand from there? I do, and I pull out part of the sand. It's actually perfect. You can locate object, correct, Azoth? Well, here's the thing. Uh, circle of the land, people weren't really too happy with me for uh, breaking the crown. So it kind of parted ways, but... 
Circle of the Swamp was like, hey, since you're here. So uh, I kind of had to sacrifice some things and I gave some stuff up. So since I didn't have to find my crown anymore, I can't really find things anymore. Mm-hmm. How unfortunate. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess to the stacks it is then. <laughs> and with that, I, just, I can <laughs> go on. I just imagined Howard being like, like pissed off about this, like not like visibly upset, but like his tone and demeanor just completely one A's is like great. Now we have to find someone to find this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys leave the house, a uh, little mansion for yourselves, um, with the nice uh, markings of the Fabala Four. On the, uh, on the on the scratchings, um, or I guess it'd be the Fate Bala Five because Lucky is currently a member. We got the black black pudding too. Black, black pudding, pudding yeah. too. Fate Bala Six. BP. Fate Bala F. Fate Bala and friends. Fate Bala and friends. No, I like the Fate Five uh, house. <clears throat> Guys, make your way to the uh, the divine stacks. Along the way, you do notice there are guards outside of Lady Luna's house now. Spell posted. swords. Yeah, there's spell. There are currently spell swords posted. Um, and just a don't don't piss them off demeanor. All right, I just try to walk past like I'm supposed to be there. I mean, like, like walk, like you walk past. They're fine. They're they're not going to do anything to you. They they recognize you now. Uh, okay. Least the spell swords. They're not going to mess with you as a goblin. Other cities, you just may want to be careful. But these guards, they're aware of you. They understand. You're okay. Um, but as you walk by, they go, "Good day, good day," and uh, they kind of get more of a defensive to kind of get in front of the doors as a no entry here. You guys make your way to the stacks. And with that, we will pick up there next week, guys, uh, to find out what Lady Luna can share with you and let you know how she's doing and if she's even awake yet. Till then, guys, thank you so much, everyone, tuning in, watching in. I know we went a little bit extra long uh, this week and last session. Wanted to get us to a nice spot, and we'll see where the campaign takes us next week. Uh, I, again, as always, was your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And these players, I'm telling you, I love this campaign. These guys are awesome. I bring so much fun and so much creative ideas that I can't wait each week to see what they're going to throw at me. Uh, Mark, take it away. Let them know where to find you. Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram, the.mark.716. And you can find Azoth and his Twitterings at Podcasters Azoth. Check him out, follow him, tweet, follow, support. As well, Mark does some graphic designing. So if you are in the need for a new logo or some wicked uh, art, hit him up, please. Uh, get on that commission list. Uh, Tony, thanks. Uh, you guys can find my miniature painting at Phoenix Forged on Instagram. Um, you can follow. I love that. That's you can awesome. follow uh, Finks on Twitter at Podcasters Finks. Um, still figuring out Twitter. Doing my best. Awesome. Not a retweet. I don't think. I'm, no. I'm working on it. You're good. You're good. I do. I do love the little uh, tweets notifications I get randomly throughout the week from everyone. Just like, oh hey, so one of the players tweeted. Cool. <laughs> um, 
of uh, Howard, you're next. Danny, sign off. Um, <laughs> you can know. find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Um, you can find me and our lovely Dungeon Master uh, doing our side thing, uh, Roll for Wisdom, under the podcaster's logo or banner. Um, and you can also follow Howard on Twitter, uh, at Podcasters H. So, yeah, go check it out. Sweet. And finally, wrap us up. Remus, Ricky. Uh, Remus. I'm Ricky Coates. You can find me at Rick underscore Coates on Instagram or Twitter. You can follow Remus on Twitter at Podcasters Remus. That's that's about it for now. I'm doing this, having some fun. Um, I'm trying to get a beach day, I guess, and hopefully not derail us too much. Who knows? Um, but we got a house. We got a house. We got a house. Free house. Someone messaged me. That's the title. We got a house. We got a house. <laughs> we got a house. Someone message that in the chat, please. Um, but hey guys, thank you so much for everyone for joining us till now, uh, for now and till next time. Rolling. Five.